<laughs> what were you saying there, Sean? Oh, this is a bit of an unconventional start to a podcast, but what were you just telling me? We had to get this on record. About my intentions of taking you boys to Colorado. <laughs> so who are the who are the boys that are being taken and kidnapped to Colorado then? Me, you, and Ben. Okay, that's a trio. That's yeah. a musketeers there. The, the, the musketeer. A musketeers. <laughs> and are we going to Colorado to do what? We're going to Aspen to go mountain biking and have a nice dinner and start off very calmly. Before that, we'll drive through Rocky Mountain National Park, try not to hit an elk. And potentially, if Ben doesn't behave, we'll just let him ride an elk. <laughs> then we'll continue on down through the beautiful straits of... I don't know, we'll do one day of camping. Because I know all of us are not the biggest fans of camping. However, I believe it can be very fun. At the Twin Lakes. And it's these two lakes where you just sit on the side of the lake. You throw in a fishing rod and you get drunk. And you don't catch anything. However, it's very entertaining. <laughs> Then we continue on down the road to Canyon City, where we'll spend two days. One day of making hay. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> making hay. So there's this fella that cuts all the hay with a big old tractor. Then there's another guy that rakes it all together. And then there's another guy that drives over the hay and compresses all of it. And then makes bales out of it. And then behind that tractor, there's a big old pickup truck with a long flatbed trailer, like where you could usually put cars or other things on it. And then those four lads on the side of the trailers, they just start lifting up those hay bales and it's proper workout. That's haying. Haying. That's haying season for you. Okay. And like, you'll be sweaty as... Mm, whatever, yes. <laughs> a bit of, a bit of uh, context here. Sean, you just landed from the US, didn't you? I did. I came back. But I didn't tell you about the last day, what we're going to do. <laughs> tell me about the last day, because I'm too excited. So what we'll do then is we'll then be cattle farmers. We'll then run around and chase cattle and sort the mamas from the babies. And take the babies to the side. And uh, all the boys, uh, well, we'll start with the girls. They will get their, uh, how do you call it, their shots, their injections, to, so they stay healthy. And then the boys, you don't want to keep boys, they'll get their shots. And then we'll grab them by the ball sack and we'll chop them off. Wow. Okay. And then after that, we will brand them. I hope there are no vegans <laughs> listening to this podcast. If so, I apologize. However, if you, ha if you own... Or uh, animal lovers of any kind. Well, it's normal. Every cow needs to be branded at some point. And otherwise, if you don't take their, their nutters away, you know what will happen? Well, they'll have, they'll just, brothers will be having a bit of fun time with the sisters, and then you just have weird, fun, weird looking cows afterwards. Can you taste the difference? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. All the cows we, we've worked with, they all work God fixed. Okay, very nice, very nice. And then, just a little thing for the vegans, if potentially you own a leather co uh, coin purse... A leather coin purse. A leather well, coin back purse. back to the Middle Ages. I'll let you guess what that's made out of. Oh. <sighs> right then. Right. And on that little <laughs> anecdote, guys, we want to welcome you to this. What is actually the 39th episode of The Lobster Fight. And, uh, and uh, today, what you've just been hearing, joining, venturing out on... Together with me, Sean's itinerary of bringing me and my friend 
mutual friend of ours to uh, to, uh, to Colorado, U.S., and then going for a trip around in uh, in U.S. I am both thrilled, scared, and excited at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it will be an absolute blast. Ah, maybe we'll stick you on a bucking bull as well. On a bucking bull, yeah, S- big see, time. See how how tight you can hold on. Yeah, big time. I've watched this movie, you know, Dallas Buyers Club with Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. So that little guy in the movie, I mean, no, I'm not saying Matthew McConaughey is a is a small guy, but on the in the movie, he's probably 50 kilos. He's looking not anorexic but he's he's diagnosed with uh, HIV and he's very unhealthy so he has very little fat on his body he's completely skin and bones and he rides that thing for 15 seconds or so all, all, all you need to do is ride it for 8 and then you've won exactly but yeah. he continues 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 just to show the others look at me man Good Big spoiler, spoiler alert, by the way, because this is the last scene of the movie. Enjoy the movie. He lives on. <laughs> <laughs> so, and what were you saying? What were we going to do there at the lake? I, we'll, we'll, get, we'll be sitting on the side of the lake yeah. in fold-out camping chairs. And we'll have some beautiful beverinos getting to that 0.5 or even exceeding that. And just try to catch some fish. Now that is exactly the topic of the day, isn't it? It is, sir. It is. It is exactly that. So I'm excited either to be fishing or to be... To be... <laughs> How would you describe that? Hydrating. <laughs> <laughs> with you in camping chairs in the US. What we want to talk about today, guys, is something which I've come to uh, watch through a movie that I've recently... Watched and rewatched in within 48 hours. Uh, first by myself being ill at home, and secondly with my brother uh, having a great chat about the content of the movie. And I would like to elaborate the content with you, Shono, and with our dear listeners and my thoughts and and just the hilariousness of the entire topic. So the the, the movie is a Danish movie. It's actually called uh, um, Drunk. In English, it's called Drunk. And for many people, if it's a Danish movie, it will sound very relatable. As maybe Danes are known as quite some quite some drinkers, and the nationality is uh, is, is definitely it has its reputations that seems to precede it in some places. <laughs> and so I watched this movie because, in fact, it's been out for many years, and I do believe it's gotten an Oscar as well. It's with Mac Mass Mikkelsen starring who is the Bond villain in, I believe it's Casino Royale, for you Bond fans out there. But everyone listening from Denmark will know that it is Matt Mikkelsen that is playing uh, the main character here. And basically what the plot of the movie is, it's these four high school teachers that would like to test a thesis by a Norwegian uh, philosopher which states that the human race is born with 0.5 too little promil of alcohol in the blood. So we all know that the the legal the legal limit for driving is 0.5, um, and uh, I believe it is in most countries. I don't think that there's many places where it's not. Then they have zero tolerance probably. And uh, the the theory goes on the basis of the fact that you are more happy, you're a bit easy, more easygoing, 
your social skills are improved, you're more likable, and you're just generally a more a more you kind of person when you have that bit of alcohol in your blood. So these professors, they go out, or teachers, they go out on a venture to try and see if it can fix their boring lives and their current situa- situations in their life. And uh, funny things happen. Funny, funny things happen. And <laughs> it's really a watch worth. And, um, and I was thinking that uh, we should try to talk about these things today. What it is that the alcohol can do to you or like this little, the little buzz that makes you just be a bit more relaxed, whether you're fishing on a, on an armchair in, <laughs> in these uh, two leg district or whatever it was called in the U S or you're just out for, for dinner. Or in fact, you're just keeping a buzz throughout the day, <laughs> like an alcoholic. Absolutely. Have you ever kept a buzz throughout the day? Um, I believe it must have happened in summer. We've well, we've started probably quite early. Some somehow doing, I don't know, a morning. Uh, I don't know exactly what kind of day where you'd have a morning bus and just keeping it throughout the day. It'd probably be a lunch at most around twelve, where we'd have I don't know some rosé and stuff. I can tell you exactly when my multiple day const- constantness was. Okay. Can you enlighten me? And you were there. Okay, maybe I'm trying to... (laughs) (laughs) That was, what was it? Not last year, but the year before that. A very special man's birthday who also was coming on the fishing trip. Yeah, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I do recall, yeah, 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 yeah. Skiing trip. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The full skiing trip where we started off with a beautiful lunch. We started so... Oh, actually, we, we weren't sober when we arrived at lunch because we already... See, no, that's we the, were. Mm, we had Aperols before that. Ah, yes, you're right, because we were celebrating the fact that it was the 1st of Jan. But then what did we do before that? So Could we, have prepared a little bit better for this episode, <laughs> having spoken <laughs> about this episode and like this past experiences. No, what did we do before? So we arrived on the 30th. Yes. And we went out on the 30th. Ah, okay, yes. Did so in the morning. Thirtieth, possibly, yeah. And what uh, day did we have lunch? We had lunch on the first. Yeah, it doesn't ah, really no, matter for we, anyone. We went, we went out on the thirty-first, and then we went out on the first. That now it makes sense, yeah. And then we went out on the second. Yeah, okay, that's a, that's a long bus. And then on the third, um, that's when I had to call it a day, and you got COVID, and then <laughs> I got COVID. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> the higher powers that just. Send you a message, but it's true actually. Like you, you go out from having a, a nice, a nice dinner. Imagine yourselves in this situation. You have a nice dinner with your friends, and you you have a few glasses of wine or drinks or whatever it might be. The moment you wake up the next day, if you wake up early, you're you're probably still like affected by alcohol and somewhat. Yeah, you're not hungover at that point. No, you wake up with a little bit of a funky vibe, a funky vibe. The hangover or whatever hasn't hit you yet, and if you keep that constant level there. You just remain like kind of happy sort of throughout the day. Yeah. And uh, we did do that experiment, you're right. And it was <laughs> incredibly, incredibly funny there. The amount of charcuterie that was eaten. That yeah, trip. a lot of charcuterie there. I don't know why salted meat is so great when you're like... Uh, slightly have intoxicated. Bus- <laughs> yeah, slightly intoxicated. And I thought this theory was so interesting because, you, you know, there are many people out there that they could really benefit from a little buzz a little buzz here and there but 
you know, the society is built up in a way that this is <laughs> this is very frowned upon and uh, it shouldn't be done. And we by no means uh, endorse this, but the theory itself is quite exciting. What's the theory behind it then? The theory is that once you have this buzz, this little this little bit of alcohol in your blood, you are just more easygoing, mate. You're more easygoing and think that you worry about or like you overthink you, you tend to not do that and you're you're, you're more easygoing with people mm. and so you 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 might strike people as being more attractive in certain areas of your personality and <laughs> others might be the opposite i am not saying anything <laughs> but that but like there's uh, a very fine line <laughs> there is a very very thin and very fine line indeed and uh, I just found this movie so funny. I'm looking at this movie, watching it by myself at home with like a tiny fever, feeling miserable. And, and I find it so funny. I find it so, so funny. And uh, with, the, with this week actually in Monaco, it's, it's very exciting for us to be observing. Because right here, let's paint the picture of this, this week. It's the Monaco Yacht Show in Monaco. And uh, which means lots of boats, lots of visitors, lots of people have an excuse to get bevied. Get bevied throughout the day because champagnes are popping everywhere. Little drinks are served everywhere. It's warm. People don't really like uh, care if they have a glass of rosé too much or white wine. If it's at lunch if or it, at breakfast. Exactly, exactly. Like you, they'd be pouring these bellinis before you even know it. But then it's also very interesting to watch because there's not everyone's doing that. The people that are visiting, they oftentimes do it. However, then it's very funny to see which brokers do it and which brokers don't. Okay, so brokers are the ones that are then selling boats at the yeah. yacht show. Okay. Because you can immediately tell which ones are very on edge trying to not say the wrong thing. And then you have the other ones that Excuse my French, but they just don't give a fuck. <laughs> they don't give a damn. And they have such a much better relationship and a much better vibe and a much better atmosphere when they go look at the boats because it's more joking. It's more fun. And it's more that you go there as a friend instead of as a salesman trying to sell something to the, to the client. It doesn't get pushy, perhaps. I, I don't think so. No. Or, like, for example... Remember, what was it, three years ago, I believe. We had, a, we had a beautiful tour around the yacht show, and we ended up at the Maori stand. Maori ah, yachts. yes, I recall. And that was one of the only smaller boat brands that invited us on to just have some drinks. That's true, actually. And the boat was filled, and there was no obligation. Mm. There was no need that you had to be a qualified client that you meet this and this and this criteria. They just wanted people to be on their boat and ex have a great experience while everyone's loosening up. That's true. I, I actually recall that now when you say it. And after that, I, re I recall we were on the Maori 80 and if I had to choose an 80-foot day boat, yeah. <laughs> I would probably choose the Maori 80. I can't afford that, but... And you don't know why, technically speaking, why you'd want it. But there was a vibe there. There was a vibe, a, a great chill. experience, uh, uh, relaxing. Uh, uh. There was no pressure. There was no pressure. No. So now the question is, is it good to get drunk? It's definitely not great at all. But, but then in situations like that. 
it has some perks that are quite weird that they're they're difficult to put a tu- like a, a touch on or words on because it's difficult for for me to tell you to be the way that you are when you have a buzz on you don't have it yeah but i can tell you that in a crowd you're very likable in that sense mm. i will tell you as well that you are at least as likable without it Thank but you. some people may <laughs> imagine that some people are so introverted and closed when they're by uh, their normal state, not intoxicated. And then when they get a little bit, they mm. loosen up so much and they become like everyone's friend. Like the shoulders drop, weight yeah. gets taken off the shoulders, yeah. they stand up straight, they, get, they regain some confidence. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole plot of this movie as well, is that, that does, it does work to an extent. And it <laughs> will it eventually, always, always, <laughs> without any exceptions, end up in fucking difficulties. Sorry, my <laughs> French as well. It will end up in that. And what I'm curious to see as we are progressing throughout the yacht show here, we are recording tonight. It's Wednesday, and uh, that's the first like preview day of the yacht show. Tomorrow is the real deal. Everyone's allowed in, and to see how it progresses. To see how people will perhaps loosen up in the in, in in the quest of as brokers getting sales, attracting people, and uh, and just trying to get through the week. That'll be very interesting. Yeah, the, the, the the fact is, it is a long week, especially for these people that are working in it professionally as well. That they are they're seeing lots of people, and they have to deal with lots of people, and lots of very very different people as well. And you have to be your best towards everyone. And it's very intense. Mm. And uh, I'm sure that walking around tomorrow, sailing around, whatever we'll be doing, it'll be funny to observe on people what's going on. Who's on the buzz? Who's not? Because I guarantee you someone will wake up and be like, yes, let's do this. Let's start it off strong. We finished Sass Cafe last night at 4 a.m. Still feeling it. Time for a pint from the mini bar. <laughs> for, for the listeners that don't know Sass Cafe, it is the only place which will be open seven out of seven days until 4.30 a.m. Uh, to allow you to be on the buzz. Yeah. <laughs> and many people will take advantage of that throughout these days. I am 100% sure you're right about that. And... Uh, yeah, I don't know if there's any, let's say, useful uh, tip, useful uh, message in within this uh, idea, with this concept of the buzz of the 0.5. But uh, what I do find interesting is that the fact that, that uh, some people do this unintentionally, very, very unaware of what's going on with them. But they just—they're just like uh, more, more, more likable to hang around in a buzz. Sad truth, though. Eh? It's a sad truth. However, you're right. It's—you mentioned that very, very accurately by saying certain people. Because I know a few that once they have one drink, they they turn into a uh, pain in the beep. Whatever you want to call it. And for some, even that 0.5 is just enough to be like, all right, now you're just an 
unraveled your I don't know would you say that 0.5 is one's true self that's the that's an interesting thought because you let go of certain barriers you let go of certain standards standards or like um, uh, what do you call it um, sunglasses Let's let's call it the metaphor is sunglasses. You let go of your sunglasses. You take you take off your glasses. You take them off, and y- you you might show your true self. Now, some people might uh, think that that isn't their, their true self. It isn't who they actually are, and I think that itself is very it's a very uh, toxic thought to have. The not liking yourself in a in a not in a pure way because I'm not saying you're more pure if you've had alcohol but I'm saying is that you're trying to put a lid on your personality you're trying to trying to put a lid on who you are who you potentially don't want to be and be pretentious when sober I think it's an actually an, a healthy thing to know with yourself what kind of person you are if you've had two drinks, if you've had a fat glass of wine. I, I think it's bad if, you, if you're trying to hide that person away yeah. because you're afraid of what it might say of you or what it might show of you. Uh, just of the real thoughts. Yes. There's, there's a saying, it's like, drunk words are sober thoughts. Mm. And I, I do think there is quite a lot of truth to it. Mm. Like, I know for a fact that having conversations with friends at certain points can be easier because you don't think about the way you say certain things necessarily. You don't think about think about overthinking stuff. Your tongue is more fluid. Just loses the weight. Speak your mind, exactly. You just take the seatbelt off and you just bounce around. Exactly. So whether you need a 0.5 promil or not, I think this is an encouragement for you to be acknowledging your your true self in any state. That you don't need the 0.5 to yeah. be yourself. Exactly, exactly. And and don't try to be... I think what many people that end up completely quitting alcohol in their lives, okay, for health benefits, and so I totally respect it. But there are many people who will abandon having a nice drink, sharing a moment with people because they're afraid of what they might... Turn into. That's it. What might come out. Yeah. Which is, as you say, maybe drunk words or sober thoughts. That they're afraid of these sober thoughts. Or they're, 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 they're drunken through their drunken personality. And uh, I think that itself should be a reason for you to... Um, I don't know, reevaluate yourself in some way or another. I personally really enjoy myself at all states. Like I know that confidently speaking, I I I am myself at, at all times. And people who have a difficult time with alcohol sometimes I find them more closed in reality. Mm-hmm. Like they're trying to once again take the sunglasses on. Make sure that you can't see the eyes and whatnot. Exactly, that's it. And I don't think that's necessarily healthy, even though, okay, you might not have any alcohol in your blood. 
but is that really healthy in the way that you're trying to keep in who you are mm. or what you are what your thoughts are yeah I think there's a lot to take away on this episode I agree like I think for the listeners out there that do occasionally have a drink sit down have a glass of wine then a second one and then evaluate how you feel what you say just do it with friends do it without friends then have two more and then see the same thing yeah <laughs> and for people that don't drink well, just start saying <laughs> what you think yeah take off those sunglasses and just be yourself yeah that's that's such a healthy thought mate that's such a healthy thought and I think it's a great way to send people into these into the next week absolutely and on that note don't get too drunk fellas we don't, re- we don't endorse alcohol in any terms at all what we do indulge and endorse is for you to be your true self to be the best version of yourself and if realizing so through your relationship with alcohol for example then it might not be as unhealthy as people say yeah. I know through watching these documentaries while being sick that many centenarians, which are people who've lived for over a hundred years, have these glasses of wine, these beers here and there, because it keeps their joy in their life. Gives them a smile on their face. Exactly. And Gets so them a reason to get loose. Get loose, that's it. The loosening up around people. There you go. If you don't need it. If you want... So, if you want to take away something from that, if you want good mental health, drink. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to live in 100 years, drink. If you want to be healthy, drink. If you want to be sober, don't drink. <laughs> and then there's no guarantee that you'll live long. <laughs> so, we're okay, really scrap that, scrap that. Scrap that big time. But what we can conclude is that we are excited, excited for you guys to take away this Thursday in the best way possible. Sean and I will be indulging ourselves into various different yachts here this weekend and wish you all the very best. And uh, the next episode that will be on the Lobsterfy will be the Curanta. 40 episodes and counting. So we're excited. You know what that means? Special episode. And you know what else that means? I don't know, mate. There's only 12 episodes left until the end of the year. Wow. That, that, that should be a reminder to everyone listening that time is ticking. Time is ticking. And to you and I as well, Sean. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's end it with a laugh. Cheerio. Over and out. <laughs>